Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you win at home and in life. Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. This is a podcast designed to help you win at home and life. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Travely, and today we are going to do a podcast episode around Rodney's new book, Why Your Kids Do What They Do, Responding to the Driving Forces Behind Your Teen's Behavior. I know that sounds good to you, so for a limited time only, you can get your hands on a free copy of the workbook that goes with this incredible new edition of Why Your Kids Do What They Do, and you can do that by going to thewinningfamily.com, or I'm going to give you a phone number. You're going to want to write it down really quick. You can text the word KIDS, K-I-D-S, to the number 1-833-213-8967. And listen, over the next few episodes, you're going to want to tune in because we're going to unpack some of the insights and principles from this newly revised and expanded edition of Rodney's new book. And it is incredible. I read a piece of it last night, and I'm telling you, it is good. I wish I had read it when I was a younger person, younger mom, as my kids are older now, and grown and one married. But uh, we're going to talk about the six ways to monitor the emotional gauges of your teenager. And we're not going to give all the content away, right? Because we do want you to go get the book. Again, go to thewinningfamily.com. But you're going to give some nice bite-sized nuggets today, right? You guys good? Yes. Yes. How's it going? Great. Great. Good? Yes. Good to see both of you. Thank you. You too. We're so thankful for you. My pleasure to be here. Hostess with the most. That's right. Well, yes, we are excited to unpack some of this. I think, um, you know, just to give the listeners and those who are maybe watching uh, a better context or understanding of kind of the the three sections of the book, we're really kind of spending more time on the front side of the book, more so than the middle or even back side of the book. Because uh, the way we uh, really formatted this was we really wanted the first section of the book to be focused around really just understanding our kids. You know, it's, it's answering that why question mm-hmm. of why they think the way they think, feel the way they feel, do what they do. But just understanding the, the ins and outs, the dynamics of everything that happens during those teenage adolescent years. But then I think when we have a better understanding of taking the focus off of ourselves and putting it on our kids mm-hmm. first, then we can look at ourselves in the mirror, which is part two of the book, where now the conversation is really revolving around you as a parent. And so it really unpacks a lot of things related to yourself. And to be honest with you, it's going to challenge you to maybe go back and revisit some, maybe some dark moments in your own life or some areas of your past, because you'll soon discover that there's a lot of things that you are currently doing when it comes to how you relate or maybe how you don't relate to your kids based on, what you either experienced or what you didn't experience growing up as a kid. So all of that plays into how we relate to our kids, how we raise our children, our expectations we have. And then the third section of the book, we bring the two worlds together. Mm, that's good. So now that you learn a lot about your kids, you learn a lot about yourself, now we can bring it all onto the table to have really a more balanced, what I believe to be a life-giving, true biblical perspective on how we can set our kids up for success, how we can really find great joy and blessing in the process of raising our children. But at the same time, 
you know, see how all of this helps us grow and become a healthy, strong, vibrant family that God has ultimately intended. And whether, you know, you're walking through this season as a single parent, blended family, you know, traditional family, whatever that might look like, I think all of these things are so, so important because no matter how we slice it or dice it, at the end of the day, we're all made up as, you know, spiritual beings. But at the same time, we also have the real emotions of the emotional needs in our lives. And so when those cups are full, then we're running on, you know, on a healthy level, the way God intended. But when those cups are running on empty, then that's when the manifestations of the negative, even toxic, you know, decisions, behaviors, attitudes, all those things come into play. So today what we want to do is we just want to talk for a few moments about some practical things or ways that parents can help monitor these emotional gauges um, in the lives of their of their teenagers. And so uh, hopefully by now, um, you know, maybe you've listened to the first episode when we first introduced this, uh, the five emotional gauges. And if you haven't, I'd encourage you to go back, make sure you listen to that. Obviously, we want, to, we want you to go through the book. And in the second chapter of the book, we actually talk and actually share. There is a, there's a worksheet or evaluation, if you will, that parents can use to actually uh, put into the hands of their kids yeah. and ask them to take some time, fill that out. And it literally take them, you know, two minutes to do it. Super simple, nothing complicated. And if they're willing to do that, that will be a huge, huge win for parents to just really, I think, better understand where their kids are coming from, but also help open the lines of communication to go a little deeper and to have a better understanding, a peek behind the curtain related to why their kids are thinking the way they're thinking, feeling the way they're feeling, and maybe are in the place that they're in related to maybe in doing some of the things that they're doing. And so we want to help kind of set parents up for success by giving them you know, a, a way to monitor those emotional gauges. So y'all ready to unpack it? Ready. Let's do it. All right. Well, the first is, is first, and I just kind of stated this, but it's, but it's to learn to be a gauge reader. So it's kind of like this. Um, <laughs> you can't, you can't do, you can't learn, you can't, you can't work a computer if you haven't first learned how to work the computer. Somebody's got to mm-hmm. teach you. Somebody's got to show you you know, what it is, how it works, you know, what buttons to push, what buttons not to push, you know, all of the things that go with it. You know, the same is true with our kids. We've got to learn and understand the makeup of how each of our children are uniquely different. You know, you spoke to this, I think, in the last episode, Michelle, where, you know, our kids have different temperaments, personalities. Um, I mean, our kid, we had, of course, two two girls and a boy, all three radically different. Even their appearance, you know, redhead, brunette, blonde. I mean, so, I mean, we're, we're all uniquely different. And so that has a profound effect related to, you know, personality types, you know, introverted, extroverted, um, you know, different giftings and talents that, that, you know, kids have. But at the same time, the emotional makeup is something that I think parents have got to understand because what may be important to one child 
may not necessarily be the same for the other child. Mm -hmm. So there's no one size fits all. We have to adapt and adjust, and we got to learn how to read the gauges on that dashboard, mm -hmm. so to speak, of what those emotional gauges are saying, what they're communicating. Um, we have to pray, it, pray for wisdom, too. On that, no question you know, about it. Some of you may be thinking, I don't know this side of heaven if I'll ever understand, you know, all the details of my child's emotional makeup, you know, mm -hmm. because they are going through such emotional changes as a, as a teenager, and it can be overwhelming. But I, I do believe if we pray uh, and obviously learn and grow mm -hmm. in wisdom, um, but God will give us wisdom too yeah. to understand the hidden things. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know that's that right. are well, really hard to understand sometimes. I think that's a very, very important point to make because at the end of the day, we can't do this alone. We right. need God's help. And yes. we want to invite Him into the parenting mm -hmm. yes. journey and seek His wisdom. That's where wisdom comes from. Wisdom comes from God. And there's, mm -hmm. you know, read through Proverbs. I love Proverbs 22, verse 6, where you know, the proverb teaches us to train up, to instruct, to guide, to train up a child in the way he or she should go. Yes. That's even referring to your child's bent. Mm -hmm. So therefore, mm -hmm. the emotional makeup, you know, their DNA, their personality, their uniqueness, train them up according to that way. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that when they're old, they won't depart right. from it. So it's right. a part of the process of just learning, understanding, mm -hmm. reading you know, um, the emotional makeup and needs of our, of our kids. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the first number one is, is to learn to be a gauge reader. Number two is engage in conversations for the purpose of listening. So if you haven't had the opportunity to maybe, uh, expose your, your child, your daughter, your son or your daughter to the needs evaluation, that would be the first thing I would encourage you to do. And, whatever feedback they give you, you know, then that opens the door for you to engage in that conversation where you're actually asking questions to help you better understand as a parent where they're coming from based on their responses mm -hmm. to that evaluation. And even if they don't want to participate and take the time to do the evaluation and how you can preface it, how you can kind of open that that door because I know it's going to seem weird and awkward, not just to you, but more probably even more so to your teenager. They're going to like what evaluation? What the heck? I'm you, you some shrink? What are you trying to? You know <laughs> what 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 do you, you know? What's the problem here? So they're going to probably exactly. give you a little pushback on why you're even wanting to know all this information. <laughs> but I think you can offset that by saying, you know what? As your mom, as your dad, because I love you. And because I've never been the parent of a teenager before, right? you know, or, you know, or I've never been the parent of a son or I've never been the parent of a daughter, you know, a teenage son or teen teenage daughter. I just want to be the best mom. I yes. want to be the best dad I can be. Yes. And there's no way in the world that I could be the best mom or dad I can be mm -hmm. if you don't help me become right. that. Right. And so I need you to help me mm -hmm. so that I can be a better mom and dad to help you. Yes. And I think that in and of itself will soften their heart, will help them maybe to be a little bit more open and receptive mm -hmm. to, you know, participating. But even if they say, no, I'm not doing that. That's crazy. That's stupid. Whatever. Okay, fine. You know, don't force it upon them. But just again, again, engage in conversation by just maybe just asking some open-ended questions 
where you can pull out of them, um, you know, related to how certain things make them mm-hmm. feel. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, you know, one of the things that, of course, captures the attention of our of our nation, our culture, is when a tragedy happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it happened not too long ago. I remember the shooting there in Nashville, and it just shook our nation to the core. You know, the same is true years ago in, you know, Uvalde, Texas, and I mean, the list goes on and on of all these, you know, horrific, horrific, you know, school, um, you know, shootings and violence that occurs. So taking advantage, leveraging real-time situations like that and asking your kids questions to where you're asking them, when you heard about that, when you saw that, how did that make you feel? Yeah. What were your kids, What were excuse me, what were your friends saying? What were they feeling through all of that? And why do you think they were thinking that way? Why do you think they were feeling that way? Why do you? And so you're beginning to probe and asking questions for it's like peeling back the layer, you know, the layers on an onion. You're trying to get down to the core issues because that's really how you're going to learn and understand really more the true authentic needs that are being felt and expressed you know, by our kids. So, and we are asking those questions not to correct, not to judge or condemn or whatever. It's for the sheer purpose of just listening and trying to understand. You know, still saying, you know, to seek to understand before being understood. And it's just entering into the world to hear and to feel what it is that they are experiencing. You know, the Bible talks about that we should teach our children along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the car ride, um, at dinner, or um, on the way to to practice, or, you know, in carpool, or whatever, along the way. So... I, when you're talking about this, I'm also thinking that it doesn't have to be, let's sit down at the table right, right. now, yes. and we're going to work through these questions, mm-hmm. or, right. or I'm going to engage in an intentional conversation with you right now, so stop everything you're doing. No, right. it's along the way. So always be prepared you know, to have a question ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that I... Uh, kind of made a habit for myself well I'm getting ready to pick up my son from school and I get to have him in the car for mm-hmm. 20 minutes mm-hmm. just he and I he yes. is captive to yes. my conversation yes. and you know and be ready yeah. well he may be in a terrible mood but at uh you know 11 45 at or excuse me 10 45 at night p.m when I'm about to just crash <laughs> he's ready to talk so along the way whenever mm-hmm. you're they're ready mm-hmm. to have the conversation, but we're we're there to listen, mm-hmm. and we have our questions ready um, because in our world, who's listening to our children? Right. You know, just for them to know that mom and dad care enough mm-hmm. to really not just talk to me, but listen to me and hear my heart mm-hmm. is is something that uh, sometimes that only a parent can really. Mm-hmm meet that need. I know there there are others in life that can, but for our kids to know that that they can come to us and that we'll listen to them and be ready to hear and understand mm-hmm. them is really important. Whenever that might be. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the call of a parent. 
Yeah, I think that's so important. It goes back to the wisdom thing you were talking about earlier and praying mm-hmm. and asking mm-hmm. God to show you and to and open the door for those mm-hmm. kinds of opportunities so that you right. can seize those moments because they may be far and few between. They may be rare <laughs> moments yeah. that you have, mm-hmm. you know, where they're open and receptive and their heart is soft. And so timing mm-hmm. is like people saying, it's everything. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, by all means, don't, you know... Uh, we're going to sit down and have a family <laughs> conversation tonight. And I have this needs evaluation. I'm going to ask all of you to participate in it. No, whatever well, you do, don't. It could do, work. Don't go formal. <laughs> maybe, maybe not <laughs> in your suit run for the time. hills. So don't go formal, formal. Don't turn psychiatrist on them. Don't, you know, say, hey, I'm reading this book called Why Your Kids Do What They Do. You know, sit down. I want to go through this needs evaluation. Um, so don't, yeah. Uh-huh. Again, use wisdom, uh, <laughs> keep it real, be genuine, authentic, look yeah. for those teachable moments, those windows of opportunity. When they're and, ready to yeah, talk. Yeah, seize the moment when they are ready and, vul- and willing and vulnerable to, yeah. to, you know, to talk. So, And when they do, listen, yes. listen, mm-hmm. listen. That's mm-hmm. so important. James, Book of James says, you know, to be slow to speak and quick to listen. And I think that's so, so important. So number three, so number one is learn to be a gauge reader. And we teach you how to do that and the importance of that um, in chapter one and, you know, understanding those five emotional uh, gauges. Uh, Number two, engage in conversations, what we just talked about, and the importance of listening to what your kids are saying, what they're Mm -hmm. feeling, how they're feeling about certain things. Number three is become a student of your teenager. And this kind of goes back to... I think really just learning, once again, the uniqueness, the individual makeup mm-hmm. of your kids from their personality to their unique emotional makeup in the way that they're wired and the emotional needs that maybe is uh, unique from the standpoint of how they process and what is. So, for example, you may have and, and I'm going to plug another book here that I, I, I know is been around for a long time. It's a classic in so many different ways, but it's called the five love languages. So it's a great tool because it helps once again for us to identify that there is a different kind of love language. How, you know, some it might be focused time and attention. For others, it might just be, you know, acts of kindness or service. For others, it could be, um, you know, the physical touch, affection. And so, Again, one may, you can go up and, and be affectionate and give a physical hug or a pat on the back to, you know, one of your children, and they may, you know, squirm away and say, ooh, get off me, you know, mm-hmm. whereas the other one soaks it up like a sponge. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that we just understand and become a student of our kids so that we know kind of just how they're wired, what works, what doesn't work you know, what to say, how to say it, when to say it, and just know and understand that God has made us all uniquely different. Mm-hmm. And using wisdom as a parent is just knowing how to differentiate the, the different um, personalities and emotional DNA, if you will, of each of our children. And being really careful to not compare your children, you know, mm-hmm. as the first is this, the, your first child may have been very affectionate and your second child is not, you can't say, well, why, 
are you not more, you know, it doesn't right. make sense why you're not more, right. you know, right. why I can't hug you or whatever, you know, just pointing that out, that that'll shut them down quick it if will. we start comparing and it, it happens mm-hmm. easily. It happens. Yeah. And then another thing, number four would be just, you know, ask for another person's perspective. So for example, mm-hmm. you're not around your kids. Mm-hmm. In fact, when you look at the overall work week and the average, you know, time that's that we're apart from each other, especially during school. You know, mom and dad, we're at work. You know, kids are at school. And then they got extracurricular activities, different things going on. So sometimes it might be like two ships passing in the night. And so therefore, you're just not physically around each other as much as maybe you would like to be. But there are other people who, who have the privilege and the opportunity to be around your son or daughter. Mm-hmm. And it could be a coach. It could be a teacher, you know, it could be, uh, you know, maybe one of your friend's parents or somebody who, you know, is around them through whatever social networks. Mm -hmm. And it's important that from time to time we we tap into those perspectives, those voices, those eyes and those ears to where, you know, you're probing not in a negative way, but just say, you know what? Hey, you've had the opportunity to be around my son or my daughter when they're around these friends or during this situation. How do you see them in that situation? Are they outspoken or are they real quiet? Do they lead or do they really kind of take more of the back seat and Mm -hmm. follow? Do, do they, you know, have you ever seen them lose their temper? You know, have you ever seen them do this or heard them do say that? And I think, that will help fill in some blanks mm-hmm. and maybe it, it allows you to look for some consistencies or inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just shed light in certain situations or maybe points of their personality that maybe they don't show or manifest at home. Right. So again, just getting a well-balanced perspective from other people who are around your kids, I think is a huge way to help, again, just monitor those emotional gauges. Um, Can I just say quickly to add to that, how important it is that you have like-minded family friends, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you are friends with the parent of, of your child's friend, you know, yes. um, I have a dear friend that we raised our kids together and not everybody gets that opportunity, but that is such a gift to me that I'm still friends with her and so our kids are going through similar seasons of life even now and uh, but I could go to her back in the day and say mm-hmm. what what do you think you how do you think Luke's doing you know with what you're seeing when he's around all the right. guys right. Well, you think he's okay in this area or whatever mm-hmm. that might be mm-hmm. um it's that's important too that we have support as you keep pointing back to <laughs> support is so important yeah. and, and even friendships mm-hmm. with your kids, f- friends, yes. parents is, is important and they, yes. that you know them, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. can have those conversations right. with them. Right. Obviously, you know, teachers and mentors and youth group leaders and those sort of things. Mm-hmm. There's, you can go to those people as well. Really important. Yeah. And the, that leads with me to the next point, and that is, you know, related to the fifth way is just talking with other parents of teenagers, and that's mm-hmm. where we're we're big believers and and highly encourage, you know, small groups. Right. Um, that's why this book. Is, I mean, obviously, we, we want you to get a copy of it, but the the real motivation for you to get a copy, and especially the study guide, 
is so that you can work through this together with yeah. other parents. Because as you're working through and journeying, you're on this journey together mm -hmm. as a parent who are, you're in the same room with parents who are going through the same season of life. And it's just priceless when you can learn from other parents and what they did and how they handled situations or how they overcame, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, you know, situations, but just learning, you know, the Bible says that there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. And I think when we can learn and grow and feel support from one another, it just gives you that reassurance that, hey, I'm not alone, but at the mm -hmm. same time, I'm not the only one that's thinking this way or feeling this way or have these same type of concerns or even fears, you know, insecurities as parents. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you're in a safe place and you have that commonality, it just gives you that renewed hope that, hey, we're going to work through this. We're going to get through this season mm -hmm. together. And it doesn't have to be, you know, overwhelming or intimidating where you feel like you're just, again, you're, you're in this situation mm -hmm. or season alone. Mm -hmm. And so we need that. But I think getting other people's perspective will help you even become better at understanding your kids' mm -hmm. emotional needs. Yes, yes. So. And, and, you know, podcast listeners, if you don't have a support group like that, mm -hmm. we have a solution for you, and that is a support group that Rodney and Michelle, uh, I guess we could call it a mentoring group, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's your official yes. uh would describe it. It's a mentoring group and a great support group of people that are in the same boat, yeah. same, maybe same phases of parenting. But maybe if you don't go to church, if you don't have a group of friends like Michelle was uh, describing, mm -hmm. this would be a great opportunity. Go to the winningfamily.com, mm -hmm. sign up for their mentoring group. You can get a month for free, yes. take it for a test drive, and you will find an incredible group of support right there, as well as mm -hmm. Rodney and Michelle, to mentor you through these challenging times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we, we love that because it's a, it's a live Q&A, and so it's an opportunity where you know they can ask questions, and it's just real-time Q&A and conversation. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, so that, again, all of, these, all of these tools and resources are designed for that very reason, and that's just to give help, support, encouragement, how-tos, hope for you know, parents that are walking through this. And then the last thing is the sixth, the sixth way of monitoring our emotional gauges is just, or our kids' emotional gauges is just through trial and error. Yeah, you know, sometimes you don't know until you have the conversation. Yeah. You don't know how, you know, they may react or respond until you at least try to do something. You know, for example, if you attempt to, you know, uh, help your son or your daughter, you know, with a homework assignment or a project. Well, in my case, you know, if I'm working, you know, with my daughter on a uh, trigonometry assignment, oh. well, I'm, I'm already uh, out of my league. You know what I'm <laughs> I saying? <laughs> so, we're like, Ooh, we're okay, I'm here to be tutor. your cheerleader, but I don't know what I'm talking about here. So, but at the same time, that, that attempt may fail. It may mm -hmm. fall flat on its face. But at the same time, you know, it's it it may be your attempt to help might be more in the form of encouragement. It might be, hey, let's let's go, let's you know whatever their favorite you know restaurant is or snack or ice cream or whatever. You know, let's go do that. You know, maybe that just that focus time and you having the mm -hmm. opportunity to speak words of life and encouragement mm -hmm. into them. Maybe that's a more effective 
advantageous way of meeting that need and mm. filling their tank, right. then you, you know, trying to fake it till you make it on the trigonometry assignment. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so well, anyway. In life too, you say, you know, I don't, maybe if it's a question or something they're going through, I, you know, honestly, I don't have the answer mm-hmm. right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to do the research. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to reach out to some people that I know and, right. and let's talk about it again, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah. Especially well, trigger mo- trigger not trigger. I can't even <laughs> say it. I don't know if our kids even had that. But anyway. Don't remember us going through trigonometry. <laughs> well, all of these are ways that parents can monitor the emotional gauges of their teens. And just to say it real quick, because with trial and error, you you will fail and you will fall, Absolutely. and that's okay. We're just moving forward. You know, we don't step back. We just keep going forward and it is so disappointing when you feel like you fail or you don't have the right answer or a child gets upset with you it's it's so hard on a parent's heart you know um but be encouraged you are going to make it you're going to cross the finish line you're going to do this and we're all in it together we're and that's why we're here for each other Mm -hmm. just to to add value mm-hmm. to each other. And the mentoring program mm-hmm. is so great mm-hmm. to be able to hear from us and, and other parents, right. you know, what they're going through as well. And you're not alone and you're going to make it. That's, That's right. right. Absolutely. Well, we are here to help you have a winning family. So we want to remind you that you can grab a copy of Why Your Kids Do What They Do. That's the revised and updated edition of Rodney's book. You can get that at any major bookseller such as Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Or you can go to thewinningfamily.com, snatch a copy there. And if you buy a copy of that book, you also have the opportunity to get your hands on a digital copy for free. They're giving this to you as a gift, the workbook that accompanies this physical book, Why Kids Do What They Do. And that'll help you as you work through the principles in this book. Highly recommend that. Even start a Bible study with your friends. Mm -hmm. What a cool way to... Uh, discuss these topics and be there for one another. You can do that by going to thewinningfamily.com or text the word KIDS, K-I-D-S, to the number 1-833-213-8967. So again, we are so appreciative that you spent some time with us today. And hey, if you want to be sure you do not miss an episode, subscribe. Hit that button. It's a little plus button if you're Mm -hmm. on Apple or uh, wherever you find your podcast, subscribe so that you get it downloaded immediately so you don't miss it because over the next few episodes, Rodney and Michelle are going to continue to give you little bite-sized pieces of this book, Why Your Kids Do What They Do, and it will impact you and your family in a big way. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining us on the Winning Family Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Winning Family. Also, we would love to hear what's on your heart and mind as parents. Send us any questions you would like Rodney and Michelle to answer in the future episodes by sending your questions to the podcast at thewinningfamily.com. We look forward to hearing from you. For more helpful resources and content, be sure to go to thewinningfamily.com. Until next time, thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of the Winning Family Podcast.